Today on Broadway for Tuesday, November 14th, 2017, I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, we're, we're back. We're at a normal uh, recording schedule. We're just by ourselves. It's been a while since we've done it this way. I'm sitting here. You're sitting there. I've got, yes. my, I've got my Keurig. <laughs> you didn't throw it out the window and break it for no discernible reason? <laughs> I'm doing oh my goodness gracious. I love my Keurig, and I love Keurig as a corporation. Okay. All right. I don't drink coffee, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take your word for it, you know. I know we talked about your lack of uh, coffee drinking and uh, cheesecake eating. Yeah. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a weird. I, I got weird taste buds. What can I say? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move straight into the news. Uh, first up, we have the new Theater Hall of Fame class officially inducted. It's like the class of Rydell High, right? <laughs> well, maybe a little bit more uh, illustrious than uh, than the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies. But yes, <laughs> last night, probably actually while we're recording, actually, uh, at an invitation-only event at the Gershwin Theater. Of course, I had to turn down my invitation because I had to get back to Orlando. But otherwise, I totally would have been there. Uh, but the Theater Hall of Fame officially inducted its latest class, its latest class, which included in alphabetical order Matthew Broderick, Oscar Eustace, Tina Howe, Arthur Copet, Marin May. Otter McDonald, Daryl Roth, and Ernie Scheer. James, I don't know if Peter Felicia was deemed cool enough to get an invitation, but I'm sure that he could wax poetic about each inductee. I feel like we've talked about more than half of these, uh, probably even two-thirds of these people, and how much we love them on this show in the past year and a half at some point. But did you have any thoughts on one or two of these legendary theater professionals that pop into your mind? Oh, I all of them i mean just uh, matthew broderick is probably singularly responsible for my wife's uh, adoration of theater Uh, you know i think really first thing that she had seen live on on broadway was how to succeed with matthew and oh right and she she loves matthew and and I'm a big fan of Matthew, too, and Oscar and Tina Howe, Arthur Coppett, Marin Maisie, Audrey McDonald, Daryl Roth, Ernie Shire. I I can't believe these people weren't already in the Theater Hall of Fame, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You're, when I had dinner with you and your, your wife, Laura, last week, she did mention uh, How to Succeed and how that was one of her favorite shows, if not the you know her favorite thing. So that's right. I remember that. But the thing that's jumped out at me, James, is that, you know, we're inducting – Marin Maisie and Otter McDonald together, um, both the mm. you know original stars from Ragtime, but then also with the announcement the other week that they're doing a Kiss Me Kate revival with uh, Kelly O'Hara. And no disrespect to Kelly, and I don't want you to like throw fists at me when I say this, but I wouldn't have been upset if Marin Maisie had been cast in that again, having done the last one 20 years ago, because she is still so fantastic. Um, but either way, congratulations to all of them. I'm sure they're all listening uh, while they're drinking their Keurig coffee the morning after being inducted. So uh, congratulations to them and, uh, you know, an uh, honor well earned. And I should say here before we move on that uh, Audra McDonald was a member of the private practice television show. <laughs> She she was, yes, she was. Uh, so I guess she didn't listen to yesterday's show. I have not yet, no, sorry. Apropos of something that I don't get. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm all about Shondaland, though. That's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, we talked about Shondaland. All right, uh, let's move forward into last week's Broadway grosses. 
Yeah, James, last week was a very good week for Broadway, and not just because I was there. Uh, in addition to three new shows beginning previews, Once on this Island, SpongeBob SquarePants, and The Parisian Woman, nearly every show saw week-to-week gains as well. In fact, only three shows saw red numbers, and those were Dear Evan Hansen, which still did quite well, The Band's Visit, which had its opening night, and so that's not a huge surprise, and then The Phantom of the Opera, which had a $126,000 drop, the largest of the week. The three new shows all did well. Uh, Once on this island in the relatively small circle in the square did over $381,000 in six performances. Some of that was my money. Uh, SpongeBob did nearly $616,000 in seven performances at the Palace. And the Parisian Woman, perhaps the best, not necessarily in grosses, but the best in terms of uh, gross potential, uh, did $580K in five performances at the Hudson. For the two musicals, there's definitely room to grow. They were about the, at the 50% gross potential in their first week. And while I won't share my thoughts on what's on this island, uh, since you know I saw the fourth preview and I don't think that would be fair, word of mouth for both what's on this island and SpongeBob uh, has been really good. I, I had lunch with our friend Robbie Rizel when I was in town and he raved about SpongeBob on Twitter. So we kind of talked about that. So if you want to get some insight from a theater professional who is quite a bit you know, cynical at times, go over to at Diva Robbie and check out his thoughts on SpongeBob. I was quite surprised at how passionate he was about that one. Um, the biggest gainer of the week was Hello, Dolly. No surprise because Bette Midler returned to the role after a week off. It picked up over $1,473,000 to come in at $2.35 million. Next on the hot risers list was Meteor Shower, which moved to eight performances for the first time. And pulled in over $1,004,000, a pretty impressive sum at this small booth theater. Last week, Hamilton was finally back above $3 million for the first time in three months, grossing $3,143,107. It was followed by Springsteen on Broadway, which came in at $2,395,570. Then there was Dolly. Uh, then The Lion King at $1.9 million and Dear Evan Hansen at $1.68. Again, some of that was mine. Uh, the rest of the million-dollar earners were wicked, Aladdin, Come From Away, The Book of Mormon, Waitress, I See You, Mr. A to Z, and the aforementioned Meteor Meteor Shower. Overall, it was a very good week for plays as well, even though other than Meteor Shower, the top earners were all musicals. Even though Time in the Conways was again the lowest earner on Broadway, it did pick up nearly $62,000 for a positive week. Then the play that goes wrong continued to throw my bubble show status in my face as it added an extra $102,554 to gross nearly $435,300 last week. That's its third highest total during its entire Broadway run, which is now over seven months, and it's its highest gain, or it's its highest total since the third week in April. Good for them. Latin History for Morons, which opens this week, turned in a solid $455,000 as well. Other plays showing well were Junk at over $602,000, and in Butterfly at nearly $661,500, not to mention Meteor Shower and the Parisian Woman, which we already talked about. In fact, 15 of Broadway's 27 returning shows saw weekly bumps of over $100,000. And James, with the holidays coming up, I would imagine that the strong box office performances will continue through the end of the year. Oh, I I totally agree with you. And with, uh, you know, Springsteen, Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen, uh, those type of shows, uh, Hello, Dolly, Mm -hmm. you know, the only ones that are really playing at maximum capacity. 
we have a lot of uh, potential here to uh, jack up the numbers in the next uh, next uh, six weeks, eight weeks or so until yeah. uh, until the end of the year. Cool. All right. What's up in the show and casting news? Not a ton here, but let's hit two stories. Uh, yesterday, the WP Theater announced that it had extended Teresa Rebeck's workplace gender politics comedy What We're Up Against for an extra extra week, and it will now play off-Broadway through December 3rd. The play, starring Christopher Rodriguez, Skylar Astin, Mark Helgenberger, and more, is directed by Adrian Campbell Holt. James, I don't know when the opening night for this one is, or maybe was since I've been out of the loop for the past week or so, but I'm really interested to hear what people think about this one Teresa Rebeck's stuff that I've seen has either been super good for me or not really good for me so I would imagine that with a high quality cast and director like this that this has the potential to be great and I'm really optimistic I love Krista I love Skylar don't know much about Mark never been a CSI person but um, I'm excited to see what people think about this one because I I would like to see uh, you know these people do well uh, in an off-Broadway show yeah, that's uh, that's true. We, I don't think we re- we had any reviews on this week in Broadway about, about what, we're, what we're up against. Yeah, uh, I, it only started previews on the twenty eighth of October, and normally the off Broadway stuff basically does almost this entire run in previews, so it's not super impacted by any potential negative reviews. Mm-hmm. So it probably hasn't opened yet, but uh, I'll be excited when it does actually open. Next up, Marin Ireland returns to Ironbound in L.A. Yeah, James, yesterday it was also announced that Tony nominee and one of our favorites, Marin Ireland, would return to Martina Mayock's play Ironbound when it makes its West Coast premiere next year at L.A.'s Geffen Playhouse. As some might remember, Ireland led the off-Broadway production last year at Rattlestick and will return to the show from January 30th through March 4th of 2018. Chris Messina from TV's The Mindy Project will co-star. And if you only know Messina from his TV and movie career, he was also in that Ben Affleck movie Argo, um, he you might not know that he was also an off-Broadway regular from the late 90s through the early 2000s doing a lot of shows. I mean, doing dozens of shows off-Broadway. So I think this one should be really good, James. And I, I, I know Marin Ireland, somebody that you've been a fan of for a long time. Did you see Ironbound when it was at Rattlestick? I can't seem to remember at this point. No, I didn't. And I'm looking at that right now, and I missed it for some reason because i'm a huge fan of marin ireland so uh i'm I'm disappointed i missed that hmm so uh you have had some chance to sit down and ponder your last week so uh, that trip home that flight home as you're flying over the city looking down seeing the, the longest street in new york that breaks hearts uh what do you think Well, I had a great trip and I wanted to thank everybody who um, kind of followed along with my social media ramblings and, uh, you know, expressed some excitement that I was having such an exciting time. I really appreciate that. Um, But I did want to share a few just kind of fun New York stories um, with you here real quick. And some of them I've talked about on social media. So if you've already seen them, 
Sorry. Um, but so, okay. So I, my mom and I went to see hello Dolly on Tuesday night, the first night that we were there. And before the show, I told my mom about how much I loved ensemble member Cameron Adams. She's got this great career. She's a few years younger than me, but she's done, I think about 37 million Broadway shows. And she's, you know, pretty much almost always been in the ensemble. And I remember her from speaking Matthew Broderick, the Matthew Broderick and Kristen Chenoweth uh, music man that was on TV. And so I've been a fan of hers for a long time. So I kind of pointed her out ahead of time and said how much I really enjoyed her. And I, I don't know her. I mean, we follow each other on Twitter, but I've almost never interacted with her at all. Um, and then so that was on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, in between seeing Dear Evan Hansen and the band's visit, I met our friend Patrick Hines for dinner at um, what is a glass house tavern. And we got there a little early. And so we're waiting for Patrick in the bar. And we go to a table and we sit and then I'm putting my jacket on the back of my chair and I look and sitting at the table directly behind us is Cameron Adams. So it was just one of those weird New York things. I eventually tweeted something and she confirmed that it was in fact her and that she ate too much and that her costume for the evening performance was a little too tight. Um, but it was just one of those fun New York things where you feel kind of like where else in the world can you be talking about this person that you admire? And then the next day, 12 hours later, you're eating dinner right next to him. So that was really fun. Speaking of Hello, Dolly and people you admire, we on Thursday night and went and saw Hamilton and there was a huge line kind of snaking around to get into the theater and it kind of went back down into Schubert Alley. So in Schubert Alley, you've got Hello, Dolly right next to Meteor Shower, both shows directed by Jerry Zaks. And there's a Starbucks on the right hand side as you're heading towards the Richard Rogers. And as we get in line, I, you know, we come into the back of the line and sitting right next to me at a Starbucks table, just kind of people watching was Jerry Zaks just chilling, I guess, waiting to go into uh, to watch that evening perf uh, preview performance of Meteor Shower again, only in New York. And then finally, speaking of Hamilton, we go in, we see Hamilton. Spoiler alert. It's amazing. Um, the cast is fantastic. I had I had individual quibbles, but for the most part, everything was as perfect as you would want it to be. And then after they do. The curtain call, we'd seen a couple BCEFA speeches about, hey, contribute, all this stuff. So they kind of just waited for a second, and I figured someone was going to step forward and start talking about Broadway Cares. Instead, out walked Lin-Manuel Miranda for no reason other than to say thank you to the people in the audience because their support of the show allows the Hamilton family to do the Educam performances uh, for the New York City public school students. And that those are the best performances that they have, the best audiences that they have. So we just said thank you. We walked off stage and that was that. So three really kind of fun celebrity encounters, you know, some closer than others um, that really made the, the trip special. And I, I know a lot of people have a lot of stories like that because that's just kind of the the, the location in the city that New York is. Uh, but those were fun things that you can't really plan. I tried to plan my trip as much as humanly possible. But those are the fun things that happen in and around Broadway that you can't anticipate ahead of time. Yeah, those are the special things that make the Broadway community feel uh, you know, like a community, so, like a community, you know, you all wrap up after the show and, uh, occasionally if you go grab a cup of coffee after, after a show and then head to the subway, you are very likely to run on, <laughs> run into a bunch of people taking the subway home to their, their houses or apartments or wherever, uh, after their show. I used to run into, uh, 
Uh, when I lived in Westchester, I used to run into Jeff McCarthy all the time on the train. We used to mm-hmm. live right near each other in Westchester, and uh, and we would say, "Hey, Jeff, how's your show doing tonight? Good, James." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the fun part of the Broadway thing. That's different than television and film because you know when they break, it's such a different thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter at BWB Matt and subscribe to Something Like a Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Tuesday with us. And Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow.